Hello and welcome to Bill Allen's Facebook study on a Thursday afternoon that's a little bit hectic today and if it looks a little bit weird it's because I'm having some kind of camera problems on my laptop. So I am coming to you live from Bill's cell phone and hopefully you are able to see this. I uh, would love to hear from you if you are. If not, I'm just going to keep talking and pretend that you can hear me. Uh, hope you're having a good day. Hope things are not as hectic and crazy for you, but sometimes they are and that's okay. We love the technology and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And so I'm hoping that this is going well and that you are enjoying a great warm day if you're in Texas and most everywhere else here. And also uh, hopefully that uh, your life is going well. Today, it looks like Eric and Cindy Mosley are watching, and so that's good. Hopefully, all is well with this uh, recording and with this video. And so I appreciate the hello and am glad to know that somebody out there uh, is giving me confirmation that yes, this is working. So hooray for that. Enough about that. We're going to be in Psalm 7. It is a wonderful uh, psalm, and it's a, a psalm about meditation, but it's kind of different. Uh, in the way that it approaches this. And so I'm just going to get into the lesson looking at Oswald Chambers' chapters on this in his daily devotion, not Oswald Chambers, the Kellers, Tim and Kathy Keller, looking at their, um, at their comments on this psalm in their daily devotional uh, book, The Songs of Jesus. So hello to my sister, Barbara Kasky, and to all the others that are out there watching or will watch ultimately if you're not watching live. Uh, that's okay, and watching it either on my uh, Facebook page or one of the other places that we send it. Glad to have you and uh, look forward to sharing this message. So we'll start with the first few verses from Psalm 77. I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands, and I would not be comforted. I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated, and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. <laughs> well, you get the impression that the psalmist is having a rough time of it right now, and that's exactly right. Sometimes we all have a rough time, right? And so what do you do? Well, uh, it's like first is meditating on his difficulties. I meditated and my spirit grew faint. And as he continued to do that, it's not like it was a quick fix. It was something that was difficult. So uh, let's get into some of the comments that Tim and Kathy Keller make. The psalmist faces some unnamed suffering and distress. I cried out to God for help. It's how it starts. Uh, when I was in distress, I sought the Lord. And that's the key right there. Uh, it doesn't say when I was in distress, distress, I ran away from God until I got everything put back together. That just wasn't it. That wasn't it at all. Um, and so he continues to share about that. He writes, uh, when we put words to music, they go right to the heart. And that's the idea of a muse, right? And the idea of meditate, words speak to us, the music speaks to us. And when we meditate, we work the truth. Hopefully you will too. There now we're back. I see that uh, we have some others watching. Uh, Nancy uh, Carpenter, Gail Holt, wonderful. 
the internet is going to be uh, coming off and on, it looks like, based on what uh, my messages are and what I'm hearing from you guys. So we'll try to get through this as best you can. Uh, and again, the psalmist is not just in this for a moment, but he's in this for the whole thing. And that's the key to meditation, and that is that it's, it's not just a quick fix. It's something that you consider and that you think about and that is something that is not easy. And the problems just don't immediately go away. The psalmist continues in Psalm 77. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. He gets nostalgic and he thinks about the good old days. Job does the same thing. Uh, and as he begins to end up his last speech in the book of Job, I remembered my songs in the night, verse 6 says of Psalm 77, my heart meditated and my spirit asked, will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? Maybe you at times have felt like you wanted to ask those questions and it's okay. It's okay. The psalmist tells us it's okay. Job tells us it's okay. All of those things are going along. And here the psalmist says, he asks some really tough questions and very honest questions. God, uh, are you going to reject me forever? Is, is there nothing I can do to get you to uh, respond and to answer? Um, and, and those are some of the questions that we ourselves have asked. Has God's promise failed completely? Will he ever? hear me again. And the truth of the matter is, he's still hearing you. He's still listening. And just because you're not seeing him acting in the world doesn't mean that he's not acting in your world. Uh, because that's when he's there. Uh, just as he was uh, there for us through all of the things of the past. And that's what the psalmist is going to do. The psalmist is going to say, you know, I think back on God's history with his people, and it's He's, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. Verses 10 through 15 of Psalm 77. Then I thought, to this I will appeal, the years when the Most High stretched out his right hand. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, God. The waters saw you and writhed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. I love that. Your lightning lit up the world. God just lit it up. The earth trembled and fled through the sea. Your ways were not seen. They couldn't see God's footprints in there, but they knew that he was there. You led your people like a flock. All of this, of course, the great history that God had with his people in the Exodus, the plagues against Pharaoh, but especially uh, going through the Red Sea, getting ready to go into the wilderness, and all of the time that God took care of them there. Uh, these past verses are an example of a successful meditation in which the psalmist preaches to his own heart about God's grace revealed in the Exodus. The result is that his heart believes afresh and he can face his problems. 
Do you find that when you are in meditation, when you're going through something and you pause to take a moment or uh, a few moments or an hour and you consider the problems, you meditate on God and his promises and, and also how he has come through, not just for Moses and uh, for uh, the Apostle Paul, but for you, how God has come through for you in the past. When you meditate on something, don't just think about the problem at hand. Of course, think about that and pray about that and consider that, absolutely. But also consider God's great history of being there for his people and how he spared them and how he came to their deliverance. Uh, God will never abandon us or leave us. Jesus accomplished the greatest exodus of all, the Kellers write, liberating us not just from social or political bondage, like he did with Moses, for example, but from sin and death. Uh, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5, 20, 21, my favorite verse these days. Uh, Jesus' death on the cross is a model for how God often works his gracious purposes out through what looks like a defeat. And I think it's good for us to remember that, to meditate on that. Um, to think about how, you know, there have been times in my life when things looked really, really bleak, and yet there God was. When we read that in the scriptures, we see that in the life of his own son, of Jesus Christ. And that's the greatest example of all. I hope that as you consider all of the things that you're going through right now, that you too will remember God's salvation history, and that you'll meditate on it. Because that's what meditation is, and that's what meditation does. Meditation is thinking back on the great promises of God, his salvation history, how he's been there for his people throughout all the Bible times, throughout the centuries that's happened since, how he's been there throughout your life. Meditate on that. Remember that. And by all means, honestly, ask God those hard questions if that's how you feel. But on the other end of that, you'll, you'll remember God's always been there. He's always been there for his people. He's always been there for me. He was there for me, even when it took the death of his own son. And I guarantee you, my friend, God will be there for you as well. Let's close with prayer. Father, thank you for your presence. Help us, Father, to not just uh, read your word, although that's important, not just think about it, although that's important, but to meditate on it, to meditate on the things that are going on in our lives, in an honest way, but also, Father, to bring those concerns and bring those praises to you. Because, Father, as we consider these things, we consider them in light of your love, in light of your presence, in light of your salvation, in light of your Son. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope this has gone through. I'm sorry about the difficulties, but thanks for hanging in there with me. Uh, Betty and Eddie Furman, all of those that I've mentioned and the others that will be watching uh, uh, later and not live, thanks for joining in. All of those who are watching live and haven't said hello, hello to you as well. Uh, God bless you, and I pray you'll have a great weekend, and I look forward to being with you again on Tuesday. God bless.